recording and we are live patrice say hello to everyone hello to everyone <laughs> everyone my name is max mcgillivray from beanstalk been really looking forward to this um, to this broadcast as we know there's so much happening in the field of ag tech and 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 so much is happening that's going to be doing good. And we're always, myself and the, the Beanstalk crew, are always looking out for individuals and businesses that are going to make a, because my big word of the week, fundamental difference to agriculture on a European and a global perspective. And we found Patrice. Patrice, would you agree with that statement? Absolutely. Excellent. So let's just, um, just especially for those people that are listening on the podcast, and we're now live on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and, and Twitter. But I really want to give a bit of background to, to everyone on Patrice and his business via Talis so that you can investigate, look, um, find out, follow Patrice and uh, Biotalis, because this is actually very, very important as to the changes that are that are going to happen, um, as I say, on a, on a global basis. So Patrice, just, just bear, bear with me whilst I, I go for this. Okay, so you have to break new ground to um, sustainably produce safe, healthy food. And that's what this business, this is what Patrice and his uh, colleagues have done with their innovative propriety technology platform. They have turned the chemical rule book upside down and literally gone back to basics. The cutting edge protein-based biocontrols effectively protect crops against, against pests and diseases while keeping the environment, the farmer and the consumer safe. They address the entire food life cycle, extending protection from farm to fork. If you've not heard of Biotas, or have not heard of, uh, of Patrice, you will do after this, uh, this, this broadcast. So let's talk about uh, Patrice. He's got a very interesting background. And Patrice, we have a lot of um, graduates that dial in on a UK and international basis, and they always ask us, ask them, Max, about the background. We want to find out about the background, because how else can we learn uh, but from sort of a, a process of osmosis that if we could sort of duplicate your background with these uh, younger individuals, they'll know uh, the, the, the route to go to create success, not only for their own career, uh, but also for the sector as a whole. So Patrice, he is a leader and creative entrepreneur, passionate about turning food and ag tech innovations into highly successful, sustainable businesses. He has an outstanding knowledge about the international agro-industry dynamics with a 20-year track record in closing strategic deals with ag tech innovators and large agricultural corporations and has led international teams from 30 people to 300 people in 10 different countries in a broad range of businesses, focusing on creating a collaborative and outperforming culture. He is adamant that the industry needs to create a safer, more sustainable food chain Prior to joining Biotalis in 2019, he held a number of leadership roles at the great business Syngenta, including developing the science and technology strategy, as well as deploying a technology acquisition team to establish strategic partnerships and licensing agreements in crop protection, biologicals, and biotechnology. Prior to that, he was an investment manager at Life Science Partners Bioventures in the USA, where he led multiple investment deals in the food and the ag tech ecosystem and joined the board of directors of three portfolio companies. Patrice started his career in scientific management roles in various industries, bringing chemical ingredients from early stage discovery to development and scale up. He is a chemical engineer and received his PhD in organic chemistry from a key university in Paris, France. So Patrice, have I described Biotalis and yourself appropriately, please? You absolutely have a little bit too much on myself, but uh... Definitely bringing me back to uh, to old days. Biotalis, indeed, 
is one of these companies today that are trying to change the way we produce food, the way we protect food as well along the entire food value chain. And you did that perfectly, Max. Okay, and just to come back to your to yourself, and, and if it's okay, this is not a time to be modest. You as an individual, you could have gone off into, oh, I don't know, politics, corporate management, um, uh, 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 a, a great, greater industry. You, you could have you could have gone into investment banking. Why did you go into the world of agriculture? Why? I think uh, starting as a chemist, you have the life science that is obviously the, the, main, the, the main direction. You can go to the, the pharmaceutical sector. I did my PhD with, uh, with Aventis in the pharma oncology sector, but then I realized that there was more. You cure people once, but you feed people every day. Uh-huh. And I had a chance to find really some uh, um, engaging uh, people within Syngenta earlier on that convinced me that it was the right place to be. So as a chemist, I moved into that space and I never left since uh, since then. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's fascinating. Um, also, the back of it, a phrase that uh, I'm sure a lot of people are very bored of me saying, but I've always been taught, especially now with, uh, with, with us hopefully getting through the, the back end of the pandemic, that um, um, in a world war, world recession or, or a world pandemic, people have got to do um, uh, one of two things. They've got to eat and they've got to, got to clean. So if you're in the eating uh, industry, you're always going to have um, have have success and also don't know about yourself within your network over the last couple of years we found that the younger generation want to do good um, and are really interested uh, about developing themselves and, and the careers within within the food within the agricultural um, sphere and you can just see that with a number of well, cracky, talking to the converted number of startups that, that are happening in this um, this this whole area um, that there's a bit of a problem with some of the universities in, in the UK that they feel that they're not getting enough students coming through, that their pipeline has always been uh, farming families, presenting them graduates to, to um, join the, those u- universities. Is there, is there anything that you could give advice-wise on, on a, a UK-European basis as to how we can attract uh, more students, graduates, either into universities or universities, not the route for everyone. There's lots of amazing apprenticeship schemes as well. But what, what would your magic magic dust, your magic wand be to attract those into, into the sector so we can carry on this, uh, this momentum, please? Uh, it's, it's a great question. I think the um, what I see within Biotalis, we have a lot of young people with us. And um, uh-huh. there, is, uh, th- there is the notion of the mission of the organization. What do we do? Uh, as an organization altogether, what are we trying to achieve? And that creates a lot of momentum to bring new talents, new young people. We have really young young people that for the, for the, some of them, it's their very first job. And when they share with us what they love with Biotalis is the notion that what they are doing is having an impact on the overall future that they are building, basically. And that's what that what's triggers them to be present. And I think in France, we have the same challenges about bringing those young people into being uh, really self-driven towards their own future. And it's difficult to do that in certain environment. As you mentioned, in universities, it's exactly the same, the same challenge. So we have to give them a mission. We have to let them understand that what they do has an impact. And when we do that, well, it changes a little bit, the, uh, as you said, the, the momentum around that. Yeah, I'm smiling because I, I think that the likes of uh, Biotalis is, is a bit like Tesla, um, is a bit like um, uh, Facebook. You're a relatively new company and you don't have any of the 
um, any of the legacy of, of, of older, older companies. And therefore, you, you are actually very attracted to this, uh, to this young, younger generation. We, we'd be very privileged to have um, a key individual on previously from the likes of Tesla. And when we uh, started talking about that, the, the, the way they explained um, Tesla wasn't, wasn't a job for them. It was, um, it was a, 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 Patricia's a bit like a cult, but a, a, but a very good one. But they, they just loved it and the, and the management structure of it. And we, we very quickly ascertained that that uh, culture came from the top. And I could just, I could just tell from, from, from you that you're, you're, you and your colleagues will be very empowering because that you know you want to do good by bringing the, that younger generation in. But also they are the future. Um, you've got to grow, grow your own. Um, you, you don't want to be um, employing people from uh, uh, similar sectors who, who are perhaps stuck in, the, stuck in a mold. With those younger individuals, they've got such a, a free, what am I telling you? You, you, you know this, but that's, so, so, so are, you, are you out looking for uh, th that younger generation to come and, come and join your business, to be, to be part of the future? Absolutely. We, we, we have a lot of uh, very good position in our organization as we are growing. We've been growing since, uh, uh, I think, doubling in size over the last, uh, over the last three years. And uh, we are now around 75 people. We have people in the US, we have people in Europe, and we, uh, we try to get the, these talents, these people that are really motivated. If, if people think that they're going to get a nine to five job in, uh, in Biotalis and that's, that's it. No, that's not the case. As you said, it's about the passion. If you, want to, if you want to have an impact, you have to be passionate about what you're doing. That's what we are looking for. But we are also looking at very specific scientific skills yeah. in order to complement that, that you cannot always find in the younger generation. The people who are going to also lead this younger generation towards developing themselves for the next job that they're going to have that may not be with us. And I think that's an important factor of what we are trying to build is building, attracting the people by the mission and building them to become their own leaders. Yeah, so you've got to have that, that compliment, haven't you? Of a, I'm being a, my, my normal jingoistic side, uh, and it might sound like the only, the only future is the, is the young, but actually having a mixed team is, uh, is, is so, so important because that team can evolve and the, uh, uh, the, those of a, of, a, of a mature age through osmosis can show that, that, that younger generation, as that younger generation step up, then, then the ne next set can come, come through. There's, there's the, the issue within farming, especially within the likes of the UK, that the average farmer is 58 and that there's, there's no succession. Um, and as a, as a leader within your business, and I, I could just tell that you've got this sorted, you've got to be very careful to make sure that you're bringing the, the, the right people in to keep that, um, that, that going. I've, I've just had a WhatsApp from, from, uh, from, from the team, um, which is, uh, can, can you ask Patrice to give us the elevator pitch as to Biotalis, what do you do? Just give, give us that eleva elevator pitch. So in simple terms, I've obviously re read out a, a little, little bit, but from, from your, in your terminology, what, what do you do, please? We, we leverage the pharmaceutical technologies that has been invented in Belgium, which is about uh, creating proteins uh, that, have been, that have been helpful to cure people against certain diseases. These proteins are very small, very stable. They are, you can obtain them by fermentation. And what we can do as well, if you can cure people, you can imagine that you can also cure plants. And the idea of Biotalis was basically to use this underlying pharmaceutical technology and to bring that into the hands of the growers. Small proteins that can help the growers to find alternative solutions to the chemical pesticides that they are using today with the same level of efficacy and protecting safely their field. Because these proteins are biodegradable by nature, 
So not only would they protect the plant against certain diseases, as you said, insects, fungal disease, potentially virus as well. And at the end of the day, they will dissipate in the environment without leaving any trace. That's the ideal setup is to say you can protect your plants without impacting the environment in which these plants are growing. This is what Biotelis is doing. Boom. Got it. Well done. Got that. Got that sort of And that makes it crystal clear for me. <laughs> and the team has said, I've given a big thumbs up. Understood. Okay, so so with the, with the consumer, because everything's driven by by the consumer. There's there's currently a, a big willingness, what we we believe, um, for the consumer to pay pay more for organic produce or, or produce that is branded as a, as cleaner, healthier, um, and more more nutritious, especially on the back of the of the pan pandemic. Um, that we're definitely seeing it, um, whether it be Cantar information or just uh, colloquial information that we're picking up from our, our clients, that people want to buy fresher food. So that's re really accelerating the whole agriculture and the fresh produce sectors. And the future of agriculture needs to be, of course, driven by sustainability because we've only got one planet and we've got to look after it. And that does not always mean um, organic. What, what's your thoughts with, with your background, with Biotalis, as to this whole debate about organic? or non-organic, sustainability, non-sustainability? I know it's a big question, but what's what's your views of that, please? I think as, as humans, as humans, we love when it's either black or white. So you have the conventional agriculture using uh, pesticides, uh, nitrogen uh, fertilizers, and then you have the beautiful organic, which is white night, basically, and doing the, the right stuff. I think we, we, we have it wrong. As, as always, it's not, it's not black and white, it's just in between. The, we wouldn't be there, you and I today talking, if it was not for conventional agriculture. Since the last world war, um, there was a, an incredible development. We were in a, in a situation where we have, uh, let's say, developed a system around cheap food for everyone. That was the idea. Yeah. So do the, as much as possible and get the most that you can out of your acres so that you can get the better price. It was all about volumes, not quality. Now, today we are shifting. The idea is that we do realize the global warming is here and it's not gone. It's not going to go away. We do realize that we've got a lot of challenges, especially nowadays with what's happening in Ukraine. And we are transitioning towards this cheap food from everybody into an affordable food for us and for the planet because our planet has to afford it as well. And that lies in between. It's not that organic is good or that conventional is bad. It's about using the right tools at the right time to be as sustainable, meaning the least potential impact on our environment, on our assets as possible. Un understood. So, so, do you, so that with this drive for healthier food, um, do you think there is a... Do, do you think that this, this approach of, um, of conventional on, on organic and, and, and there seems to be this, this need to, to measure it on the, the environmental, the economic, the societal impact with, with these changes that we've got. And you, you mentioned about the likes of Ukraine. Let, let's just look at the, the, the fuel issue at, at, the, at the moment. Um, within, the, within the UK, we've been uh, now told by our government that they want to pause the decommissioning of coal-burning uh, power station uh, because we're going to be run, running out of energy. Um, and likewise, they've done something very peculiar that they banned an initiative to that was going to stop um, um, a cheap promotion of uh, high sugar and high fat foods, which everyone is, is very, very uh, resentful about. 
we've we've got some strange times um, coming up, Patrice. Do you do you think that we we do need to promote organic sustainability, or are we just going to get into this issue that we actually just need to physically feed people a bit like post the Second World War, um, that we we are coming into a bit bit of an an alarmist period? Where where, where do you think this is going? Where, where do you think this is going over the next couple of years? It's that's a very interesting question. I wish I, I could I could answer that, Max. The, the the point is that you see a number of people today that are worried about the food supply, and then they say, "Oh, stop all this thing about organic and and all the stuff. We need to feed the people." And that's right. In in a way, that's right. We need to feed the people. We see that our food value chain as a whole, with just the impact that uh, the grain, for example, in Ukraine is having, the grain and the oil basically everything is all of a sudden shaken by this uh, by this situation but at the same time i think we we need to pause and to reflect and to say so are we very much like in the pandemic i think it's a it's the the transition from what we learned in the yes. pandemic around vaccines and what we are learning around food today we don't have to forget that our food system is extremely inefficient we we, we lose and we we, we along the, the entire food value chain we lose around 30% of all what we aim at producing Yep. 30%. Yep. So is it, is it not the time to reflect rather on doing things better instead of all of a sudden saying, oh, no, just forget about all these new technologies, just forget about this. It's not time for that. It's time to feed the people. I think we uh, here again, we need to focus on what matters is to have a lesser potential impact on the environment and continuously feeding the people, of course. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. And I don't, some people don't like this comment, but we did a broadcast with um, with South Africa and th there's a lot going on in, in South Africa. Um, and uh, there was a, a lovely lady who's a, um, a, a key buyer of fresh produce for one of their big retailers. Um, and as she said, ne never waste a crisis, never waste a crisis. And, and you, you've absolutely put me back in my spot um, in, in the respect of we, we should be uh, alarmist and just get cheap Na now. If we're actually uh, intelligent and strategic about it, now's the time to actually deploy uh, key science, key, key inventions, key businesses like, like yourself and Biotalis to actually create that, um, that, that, uh, that, that ongoing solution. And, and so just on that side, where we are, how can Biotalis actually help? What, what's the nuts and bolts as to how you and your colleagues can, can help this uh, the, the situation that we've got at the moment? Well, it's not about the, 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 the Ukraine situation. It's about... It's about the, the the food we waste and the food we yeah. we lose along the entire food value chain. Today, one of the uh, one of the main challenges that we are facing is the lack of innovation within the chemical space. After all the major reorganization and consolidation that happened, so the Monsanto buyer, the Syngenta came China, uh, UPL Arista, you've seen a, an enormous consolidation at the top of the major act players, the one that were supposed to innovate in that field. And today, what you see is that the innovation is really dropping. So less and less yeah. chemical pesticides. And at the same time, you know that in Europe, and I consider that you are in Europe, you've got the regulatory environment that is really pushing towards the farm to fork strategy, elimination of 50% of the chemical pesticides that you, we use in Europe within the next 10 years. So there is a pressure that is coming on both sides, which is a perfect, absolutely perfect time for companies the like of Biosalis to come and to develop new technologies Excellent. to support, let's say, this this gap and this void that is being left by the major act players. Yeah, well, well, well done. So you're 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 on your uh, proverbial white horse coming in to to to, to res rescue the day. <laughs> I, I, and I was aware of that, but I wasn't actually aware it was so stark that lack of innovation uh, within within this this the sector. To, 
I've say in some respects that's criminal, but again, I suppose um, we, we needed situations like this and businesses like yours to, to come about to, to create that solution. And just to go back, just to uh, um, identify more about that food waste element, um, there, there's uh, 1.1 million bananas are thrown away in the UK every day, 1.1. And you think of the whole supply chain um, element of, of that, of bananas coming from, whether it be uh, West, West Africa or, or, or South America, just use my uh, phrase again. That is that, that's virtually criminal. That 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 is that there's that waste. But maybe in this um, odd situation that we're in at the moment, especially with the likes of um, businesses and, um, of of yourself and us promoting it, we can actually look to educate the consumer that they shouldn't be throwing half a meal away if they're, if they're not eating it. If they're going to buy um, uh, fruit and veg, they they need to to buy it and look after it to consume it to, uh, properly because. Um, everything's going to get that that little more um, expensive. Just coming back to um, the, the org organic um, element of it. So do you think there's the segue with the likes of um, yourself, your colleagues, your technology, where conventional on organics by deploying your technology still sort of comes as one, morphs together, that, that there's, a, there's a joining of conventional and organic? Absolutely. So we, we have to stop opposing these solutions. You have basically a number of elements in your toolkits. You have the efficacy of the conventional chemistries that are being used today that are still working extremely well. And again, we wouldn't be there if it was not for that chemistry being used. But we also realize that we are using too much of it. You have the safety somewhat of the organic or the organic products today that, that are being used. And you have to combine them. This is what we do at Biotalis. We bring these proteins that have the, got the same level of efficacy of the chemical pesticides, but also have the safety profile of the products that are being wow. used in the organic space. So we basically want to create an in-between, a place where we come all together around the same uh, direction. And, and mission is, about, is all about sustainability. So of course, you're going to need to continue to use chemical pesticides. For the people who believe on the planet that will be 9.5 billion people in just uh, uh, 25, 28 years. If people believe that we can stop using chemical pesticide, that's, that's not true, simply. We will need that. The question is that how much do we need that to complement together with the new solutions and together with other farming practices that includes organic, uh, organic farming in order to minimize absolutely the input that we have on the land, on the soils, on the water, all these elements that are absolutely necessary for us to keep on the long term, not just for our generations, but as you said, for the, for the next generation of farmers that we still need to find and leave them with the best potential, uh, let's say, uh, soils to be able to continue to feed the population. Excellent. Oh, that's, everything you just said is, is an absolute uh, game changer. And I love that thought about these uh, trying to stop this opposing element of organics and conventional with your with your technology being able to to look to assist both, both sectors so we can in, in effect uh, feed, feed the world um how do you see the, the conventional and newer more sustainable ag practices perhaps working together in in, the, in this context of um minimizing the the impact across all, all the three pil pillars of sustainability and, and patrice if it's okay just a bit of context into that we've got um um, within the UK, we have two big farming events in our in our summer. We have cereals, which, uh, which just happened, um, which is a conventional arable show. 
And there's a, a new event called Groundswell, which is all about regenerative agriculture. And it's only been going uh, three, three years, but the, the amount of traction that it's getting and, um, and the, the number of people that are coming to us who are looking for the likes of farm managers and stating that we, we need farm managers who are, uh, uh, understand regenerative agriculture, understand sustainability, understand um, car carbon neutral. Where, 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 where do you think, what, what's your view? What's uh, Biotalysis' view on that whole element, please? So my view might be different from Biotalysis' view. But, uh, but well, <laughs> the, the, the challenge is um, the, the continuum in agriculture. So you can do agriculture in a completely closed environment in which you don't need anything, but you have everything protected. You can use, uh, let's say, a, a certain number of uh, pollinators, insects to protect whatever you're gone. And then you've got the broad field, broad acres, uh, corn, soy, in, uh, in Latin America that requires a lot of products to be able to be protected. Yeah. And within that, you've got exactly what you said. These farming practices that can evolve from what they are today into regenerative, into, uh, let's say, more um, uh, also uh, precision agriculture. This is another, another point of interest, as well as environmentally friendly practices. I, I think it's it, like always, it's about the toolkits that you have in order to minimize the impact. We have a target. We have a clear target, which is we need to protect the land on which we grow our food, period. That's one target. So how do you do that? Well, you use all these tools to make that happen, really. But then the question that I have behind that is how much burden do we put on our growers, the people who are feeding us by the carbon sequestration, the regenerative agriculture? when these people are already struggling a lot to be able to live out of their lands, out of their farms. Yeah. So that's, that's a balance where we have to be very careful from my perspective as well, Max, not to put all the burdens on, well, agriculture and farmers can solve everything. No, yeah. we have to help them. Yeah, I, I, well, again, well, well said. Oh, I'm not going to say this. Let's just get, go for it. I, I don't think the Canadians are going to like me for this. Um, a, a contact of mine four years ago, um, who is very passionate about ag tech, regenerative agriculture, did a study tour out to Canada, and they were very shocked as to how uninterested the Canadian farmers were um, in, in the respect of the, the likes of regenerative agriculture. Um, it, it, um, these were broadacre farmers, and for them, it was all about just pouring uh, the chemicals on. There, there's this expression that I've learned over the last couple of years of um, driving societal change. Um, and sometimes it needs to come from the, 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 the top down. And there, there's a, a very good example within the UK of um, um, a, a very big pension fund uh, three years ago stated to the top 100 businesses that they invest in in the UK and Europe that if you don't have a diversified board by the end of 2022, we're pulling our funding. And do you know what, Patrice? They've, uh, they've all, all of those boards have now got a good mix of uh, uh, men and ladies within, within the boards because they, they, they drove that, that change within, within the sector. And perhaps we need to influence uh, farmers on a, on a global basis. And it might be a small start from the likes of the events that I've talked about, the likes of Groundswell and, um, and, and Cereals, but also listening to the likes of your, yourself to pique the interest of those farmers for them to realize, actually, there is a better way of, do, of doing things. Um, the soil is so, so important. Um, so on an environmental basis, yeah, we need to adopt this, this, this technology. We need to look at the, the, the likes of um, the, 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 the products, the, uh, the technology that uh, yourself and Biotalis are, are bringing out. Not only that, Max, but if I may add to what you said, it's very important. What's happening today 
especially around the uh, the price of nitrogen fertilizers. You know, uh, yep, Ukraine is a, big, is a big provider, and the price jumped out by three hundred percent, or I think something like that. So today, the growers that are in these uh, ac big acres, having to plant corn, or having had to plant corn just uh, a few weeks ago, really ask themselves: Shall I plant corn because I'm going to use a lot of uh, nitrogen fertilizers? I'm going to have a lot of uh, I'm going to have a lot of additional cost, or do I switch? And again, it, it can come from a, a positive uh, incentive, as you mentioned, uh, towards uh, towards helping the, the growers or with the, the pension fund that you said, is that it's a negative incentive. And that time it's coming by the price of the nitrogen fertilizers that is stopping us from just doing monoculture or mono, monocropping, sorry, of yeah, yeah. corn in that um, in that segment. And that's that's also making people thinking about what do we need these crops for? And yeah. what can help me to get the best of my land without having to use nitrogen fertilizer this year and maybe not next year either. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and do you not think that um, we, we can learn from history? Everything is very cyclical. Um, and I, I think back to my sort of 20, 25 years of, uh, of, of industry and, I, and it helps me on my day to day workings that uh, when I come across a situation, I, 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 try, I try and get non-emotional about, about it and, and think what have I I've seen before? And likewise, presenting that forward with you, with your excellent prestigious back background within the sector, where we are at the moment, what you're you're constantly learning within within Biotalis, where where do you think this is going? Well, what's the what's the agricultural landscape going to look like? I know it's a huge question, but I'm going to ask you because because you're going to give me an answer. Uh, where, where's the sector going five years, ten years out? Whilst we work through the back of a pandemic, we work through fertilizer shortages or, or huge um, energy prices. Where, where what, what do you see the landscape being? I think you said that Max just before. It's about it starts with the education of uh, of the consumers. The more we do realize the the um, how precious is our food, the more we as consumers yeah. will have the ability to impact the way agriculture is being done. You mentioned the banana example, and that's that's an example that I always take. If you if I can pay here in France a bunch of five bananas for one euro. What does that mean for the agricultural sector? And it's not disrespect, it's just the, the factual point today. The grower in Costa Rica or in Latin America who is sending this bunch of five bananas to Europe with a boat, a plane, you name it, and it cost me one euro. Where is the value of food really truly represented? If you think about the time that it takes to grow these five bananas yep. and realizing that. So what to, to answer your question is that once we have realized the value of food, then we win. And that's, that's the point is that the only way for us is to realize that today our food value chain is somewhat not representing the impact of the crop of the food on the environment. And like in France, you pay a car, the bigger car you want, the more you pay from a taxis perspective because it pollutes, it has an impact. And in agriculture, well, it seems to be, it has to come. You have to pay the price of the food according to how much that food is impacting the environment in which you are. And so the growers and us, we will be more reasonable, especially us as consumers and the growers will be more rewarded for doing the right things. Yeah, well, 
Well said. Um, so 85% of all fruit and veg in the UK is sold through uh, retailers. Uh, retailers um, in the UK, I, 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 you, have to, you have to guide me a little bit on uh, French retailers and European retailers. I, I think they're not perhaps as uh, mercenary, as, as harsh as um, UK retailers, but it's very difficult for uh, growers in the, in the UK to get uh, decent margins for them to be able to invest in, um, in development and in, in R&D in, in, a, in a brand. What's the comparison? Uh, the branded products, uh, what, what's, the, what's the standard throwaway line about Coca-Cola, wherever you go in the world, two people have been there before you, the guy selling Michael Jackson t-shirts and the guy selling Coca-Cola. And um, uh, 24, 25% of that can of pop um, goes on, on marketing. Um, and because of that branding that they've got, they can dictate to the to, to the retailer. Uh, so if you want to stock uh, Coca-Cola, you've got to accept our prices. And we've always been weak sellers, in my view, within within fresh produce and agriculture, pro probably um, uh, in internationally. A, a friend of mine um, uh, three years ago went to Texas and to, to look at some salad farms and was uh, amazed at the at the margins that they were actually making out there. And, and he said, well, how, how are you getting these margins from your local retailer? I can't do an American accent, Patrice, but the, the grower said, we're Texas tough. If, they, if they're not going to pay, pay the money that, uh, that we want for it, they're not having it. Um, and, and so this whole, whole combination of um, that six out of 10 kids in the UK don't know where fruit and veg uh, comes from, but perhaps being positive and optimistic with, with this scenario that, that we're going through, people will understand the value of food and be happy to pay for it decent food so that they're living longer, living healthier. They don't need a 70,000 pound Euro BMW sat in the drive when a, when a perfectly good Citroen will do, do, do the job. It's all about eat, eating well. And, and again, just segueing back, back, to, your, back to yourselves uh, with your technology, being able to deploy that to be able to grow food better and, and more, more efficiently. And so it is as affordable as it can be, but the consumer um, being willing to pay more because they, they understand it. Uh, Patrice, we're going to have a win-win. Do, 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 do you think if we collectively hold hands, we can do that? I think, yes. You, you are right. The power of the retail is, uh, is quite high in Europe. And uh, for two reasons. A good, very good reason is that they dictate, for example, the amount of pesticide residues that they want to have yes. in the, the fresh fruits and vegetables. You know that well. So, and, the, and usually they do not follow the, 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 the regulation. They, they want something which is much, much lower. And as a consequence, this has a positive impact on what the growers are using. At least we see that from Biotelis and forcing the growers to have some changes in, uh, in the application of chemical pesticide and so on to, to match the residue levels that they, that they want. So that's one thing. And then of course, then there is the price component, the price component. And, and it's, not just, it's not as simple as, as what I was trying to say. It's just that on the long term, we have to solve the problem of thinking that food is just a commodity. It is not. Yeah. It is not because it uses the best asset that we have and the only asset that we have, which is our our planet. So as such thing, you cannot. Food is not commodity, and we have had the tendency, as I said, over the last uh, over the last 50, 60 years, to treat food as a commodity. Now it's it's about that should stop. And if we do that, then we can we can shift towards the better education, better understanding where the food is coming from and how precious it is. These are the, these are these two elements coming together. That will uh, that will make that change. Now, when you look at the, the we, it's easy for us to say that because we live in very well rich developed yeah. countries. But then you have the major population of the world that is living in different countries that are facing the same problem and even more impacted than we are today. For example, by the shortage of grain and and, and shortage of uh, access to uh, access to food. So it's it's not just 
again, black and white. It's not just one solution. But for example, Biotalis is also working with the Gates Foundation. It's that our products are not, are not meant just to be applied by the growers in, uh, let's say, de fully developed countries. We are also trying to solve some of the key challenges that um, American, uh, African, sorry, smallholder farmers are facing with the staple crop that they have, which is cowpea, providing them the content of protein that they need on a daily basis. And together with the Gates Foundation, we have brought to get to life a, pro a program together to look at some of these proteins that we are that we are developing and how they can help also the smallholder growers in different places in the world to live out of what they have in their fields and help them to protect that safely as well. So I think it's always this dual approach is to find a way. Of course, you need to have a commercial end. You need to have you need to live of what you do. But on the other side, you need to look. And that's what your question was before about the different pillars of uh, of uh, the ESG, sustainability, you name it, is about the societal impact. That's where we need to focus as well to be able to help the people that are most in need with, uh, with, with, this, with this balance that we are trying to strive. So becoming more responsible on our hand in terms of the, 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 how, how uh, the food uh, importance is for us, but also becoming more responsible in terms of helping other people to have access to that food when and, and if we can. We, we we love the comments about uh, about Africa and, and the Gates Foundation. The the, the, the team just wants happy as we as, as, we're, as we're talking. Um, not because we're quite parochial as to where 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 we live. People don't realise that the ten fastest growing cities in the world are all in Africa, and they all need to be fed. The, the, the likes of um, South Africa they export four and a half million tons of fresh produce every year. And um, internally, they distribute, sell three and a half million tons of, uh, of fresh produce within South Africa alone. And Africa, as, as we all know, is a, is a massive continent. So the fact that, and I knew you won't, won't but I, the fact that you're not just looking at a, at a, at a European market, that your uh, technology can go on, on, a, on, a, on a global basis is, is music to, to our ears because we, we need to, 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 to feed the world. And just to top and tell that whole Africa bit, I'm, not to bore you with it, I'm, I'm well traveled within, within Africa. And there's a big problem within, within Africa, especially the likes of West Africa, that uh, uh, people think that being a farmer is, is like being a, uh, a, a peasant. Um, and that's why there's so much urbanization going on in, in Africa that all the younger generation are running off into the city thinking they're going to become an accountant or a doctor. And unfortunately, Patrice, they, worst case, they end up being um, a, a, a beggar or, or a prostitute or, some, or something dreadful like that. So there's some of our clients that are desperately trying to um, bring in uh, school uh, schemes to educate the, 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 the kids. And, and there's an amazing business called Blue Skies, who are based, based in Ghana, uh, largest private uh, employer in Ghana, and their school farms projects. Um, they, uh, 50 kilometer range of their, of their main site, they send all the schools uh, seeds, tools, and fertilizer, um, and they have a school competition, and whoever's grown the best crop gets computers and mobile phones uh, for, for the school. And what they've seen is that uh, the truancy rate uh, drops and the attendance rate goes up. Um, and teachers also start uh, picking up pieces of land because they've got intrigued and they start, and, and we always all forget about this, uh, this, this joy of growing things, whether that be a farmer with 4,000 hectares or whether, whether that be a smallholder in, um, in, in Ghana or, 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 or Zambia. Um, so again, with your, your technology to, to bring, bring that in uh, on a smallholder basis through the Gates Foundation, uh, or on a on a, on a larger larger basis with a with a, with a larger company. That's uh, Patrice. That's that's mu music to our ears. 
well, that's that's part of what we do. Of course, we as a, now a public company for uh, for a year, we have to uh, we have to make sure that we make our uh, we continue to to uh, to to grow the company in terms of value for our own shareholders. But at the same time, I think it is important, and it's and, and you see that more and more in terms of the uh, in terms of the ESG angles. You see that we need to worry about what is around us. Of course, our own business, making it as as clean as possible, but also worrying about what is around us in terms of the environmental impact. A lot of investors that we talk to today are very concerned about. They, they like the story, of course, of Biotalis, and they like it because they are very concerned about the uh, the, the lack of, um, let's say, sustainability in, in a number of other businesses that exist out there. So we are we are in the right frame at the right time, and we have the chance again to get great support. Uh, from uh, from different uh, different partners, including the Gates Foundation, who uh, who is a, a great support. As you can imagine, we couldn't do that by ourselves. It's a great support for us to work on such a program, uh, which is uh, to to look back into what we said before. If you think about the impact and the, the way our young generation in our own organization sees the impact through what we do with the Gates Foundation, it's uh, it's amazing. Everybody is so excited about what we can do. And and uh, and the impact that our technology may have in the future. And I love the bit that you said about uh, that that you're now a listed company. Um, I, I was always taught from an early age: you're in business to do two things, Patrice. Uh, you're in business to have fun and to make money. Uh, but actually, listening to you and um, a number of other businesses, I think it is um, to to have fun, to do good, and to make money. And that money is not to drive the, this BMW that I, I keep on banging on on, on about. Citrons are available. Um, but but to actually be able to, to reinvest for the future. So just on, on that side, how can we help yourself at, um, and colleagues at Biotalis? What, what sort of businesses, what sort of individuals, what sort of groups should be approaching you and Biotalis uh, to, to engage with you, to deploy your technology, to, to buy your services? Um, who, who, should, uh, who should be approaching you, please? Oh, you want the full list? Because it's going to take, uh, it's gonna take <laughs> a long time. No. Thank, thank, thank you, Max, for that question. I, I think today um, we we are a, 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 a science-based company, so we, we want to work with as many people as possible within the entire food value chain because we are not just a crop protection company. We 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 perceive Biotelis as a food protection company Excellent. across the entire food value chain. Where can our technology help from the seed in the ground to the the retail? Basically, there is so much loss, there is so much opportunities to find alternative solutions, to find new ways to protect the food. And if you have a protein that is by essence completely innocuous to humans and to the environment, and if you if you can apply that at the farm, at the farm, at the farm gate, beyond the farm gate, towards a later stage, and continue to protect the food that you have, that's also what we are looking at. So it's all about distribution in different countries in the UK and in other places with our first product that is um, uh, expecting to get we are expecting to get the EPA registration in the US by the end of this year brilliant and then it will come to uh, to Europe a couple of years later so we have already a first product that is coming in we are looking for distributors we are looking for partners we want also to invent new products with partners because that's what we aim at like we do with the Gates Foundation we want to find the key challenges that the people have and try to see how our technology can match what the chemical pesticides cannot do today for different reasons and where we can potentially find some additional, uh, let's say, commercial value and value for our technology across, again, the entire food value chain.
and I love your word, uh, partners. The, the, the word that I've, I've uh, sort of adopted over the last couple of years is collaboration, uh, that um, we, we, we mustn't be siloed in our thinking. If we can all collectively um, hold hands together, uh, we can actually do more good um, and have more, 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 more fun and um, be able to re reinvest into um, our, our businesses uh, by having that collaborative approach. Right. And then there's that classic example of the, um, I'm sure you heard, heard of the expression, the Dutch diamond, where they have education, the trade and government, and they have this virtuous circle where they all work with, their, with, with each other on a, on a seamless basis to create uh, good within the, uh, the, the farming and the horticultural sectors. Within the UK, we, we've, got a, we've got a bit of a hiccup with our, with our government. I'm sure you've, uh, you've heard about it. So there's a, there's a, there's a bit, of, bit of a concern there, but just to, to see if we can also help with those partnerships and those collaborations. So, so um, people dive into these networks, whether it be businesses or um, universities, be that they're in the UK, or you, you would be open for them to, to contact yourselves, yourselves and, and your colleagues to look to collaborate? Absolutely, reach out, spread the words. This is all what we are aiming at at Biotalis. We are, by essence, a very collaborative organization. We have many partners around uh, around the world already, but that's how we grow. That's how we de-risk, and that's how we continue to create value is by working together. So we are not here to reinvent the wheel. We want our technology to be applied where it 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 fits the the best and it where it helps the people to solve the key challenges that they have. That's it. So if you if you have some ideas, if you want to reach out, if you want to know more, just uh, come back, visit the Biotelli site, reach out, and we will uh, engage the discussion. That's how it starts. Well done. I could just tell when we were in our green room earlier that you were up for, the, for this partnership, this, this type of uh, collaboration. I just love, we just love businesses that uh, are, are looking to be open and look, look to engage in this sort of dialogue because it is the future. It is the way that we, we have to go. Um, Patrice, just before we wrap up, how can we find out more about your, your business? How, how can we in, engage with you? Have, have you got any other speaking gigs or conferences or um, um, exhibitions that, that are coming up that we can, we can find you all at, please? We, we are mostly, of course, there is the website, the, uh, the www.biotalis.com, where you can find a lot of information, press releases uh, for, uh, for everybody to, uh, to look into. We also are mostly present um, in one of your previous discussion with, uh, with other people. You mentioned Fruit Logistica, for example. Yes. We, we were present there also. We do not have a booth because that's not the point, but we are here to discuss with people. We are in all the agri-tech forums, agri-tech conferences that you can find all over the world. There is one coming to London, uh, I think it's in September. So we are uh, present where agriculture is present. And, uh, and we try to be here more and more with, uh, with our people, as, as I said, that are representing Biotalis uh, in, in the different continents. Excellent. And if, if you're look, looking online, um, I'll, I'll make sure I, I tag uh, Biotalis with the, with the website so that you can, you can engage. Um, the, the team are just WhatsApping me. Uh, uh, love this conversation with, with Patrice. Uh, we've got to find out more about, about the business and see how we can all, all engage with you. It is the, it is the future. Uh, ask Patrice the, the question. So here comes the, the question to, uh, to wrap up. What is your favorite fresh produce, please? My favorite fresh produce? It's a simple tomato from, ah. from the, simple tomato from the garden. That's that's it. Excellent. And we we um, about six months ago we had one of the the larger growers of tomatoes in um in the, in the UK, and he said something that was so seminal to me. I was banging on to him about you need a brand, you need a brand, and he said, "No, Max, you're wrong. We need to get our tomatoes in the mouth of of little children." 
because there's nothing like it. And as, as per your example, um, and actually that, that night, I, I, I didn't have any tomatoes at, at home. So I went to the supermarket and I got some tomatoes and it is the best, isn't it? When, you, when you've got your mind focused uh, um, on that, so that first bite into a, a gorgeous tomato grown with love, love, and, love and care, whether it be a commercial grower using your technology or, or whether it's um, um, be from, from, from your own, own garden, it is definitely the way to go. It is better than a bar of chocolate or a bag of croissant anytime. Absolutely. Patrice, th thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you in person at these, these, uh, these various events. And uh, just to, to drive this whole point again about partnerships and, and collaborations, please look at um, Patrice's um, profile and also that of um, Biotalis. It's, it, is a, it is the future, this, this type of business. And, and for them and their technology, what they can do with, with growers, on a, as, we, as we found out on a, on a European international basis, is going to be um, seismic and it's going to change the it's going to change our, our, our thinking and the way that this whole sector is going to go we need to support and drive and deploy this uh, this this innovation because it is the future patrice thank you very much for your for your time and uh, yeah we look, look forward to, to meeting you in person uh, in real life very shortly thank you thank you patrice thank you bye bye bye, -bye.